Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Here I am. I'm on my boat getting getting things ready for this, this season of sailing. And, you know, just some new lines on here, doing a little painting on here, a little work inside the cabin, mounting a new radio, some new electrical work, you know, just things that need done. In our spiritual walk, it's also important that we do maintenance and we allow God to do modifications. Now, our general maintenance, much like this boat, with just looking for places going bad, fittings going bad, um, lines that are going bad and need replaced, that's our general maintenance. Spiritually, our general maintenance is getting into the Word of God. We, we look for, we examine ourselves, we look for places in our life that are not walking in the ways of God. Sometimes you may be quick to, to anger or, or temper tantrums, and you've got to work on that. You've got you to strive to apply the Word of God to bring patience into situations, to bring a peace and a calmness into situations. Other things may be um, behaviors that aren't kind to people, behaviors that aren't loving towards people, uh, behaviors that, that aren't firm in setting boundaries, but that you just, you're not able to say no. Sometimes we have to be able to do that. That's our general maintenance. We, we tune up our, our life as we go. We maintain it. We stay in the Word of God, and we stay in relationship with God. Well, then comes modifications. And much like my boat, I wanted to modify the, uh, my anchor light so that it was a brighter light. It's easier to be seen. I wanted to modify some, some other components on my boat so that it would handle smoother, that it would, that it would sail better. In our life, our spiritual life, God wants to do some modifications in our life. He wants to grow us to be more like Him and to be, to be kingdom people, where we bring the kingdom of God into this world, where we are agents of God, ambassadors of God, not just in the context of speaking His word, but in living His word and conveying His love to the people. You see, our role is to bring God's kingdom into this world. God's going to grow us, and sometimes that those modifications that He's going to bring to us, they're going to take us to some difficult times, circumstances in our life that are going to be trying to us, they're going to be hard to us. But you know, much like when I first became a believer and I realized I needed patience in my life, believe it or not, I'm not a very patient man. I like things now. I don't like to wait. Uh, when when I have issues and problems, I want to overcome them right now. I don't want to wait. I'm not I'm, I'm not a fan of this, and and many people aren't. And I would begin to pray for patience. And I had some wonderful friends who who half jokingly, half serious, said, "Mickey, what are you doing?" I said, "I'm praying for patience." They said, "Oh, never pray for patience. If you pray for patience, you're going to find yourself put in positions where it's going to require patience." And I thought about what they said, and I, I responded with, but I need patience. Well, that was a modification in my life. And sure enough, just like they said, I found myself in situation after situation where my patience was tested and tried. I felt like I failed, so I would pray for more patience, find myself in more situations, be tested and tried, find that I felt like I failed, so I would pray for more patience. And the cycle would go on and on and on. Even today, I still pray for patience. 
many times I find myself in situations where my patience is tested to the limits and I feel like I failed. I've exceeded the boundaries of my patience. But it's not about being a failure. It's about growing my patience. God is doing a modification in my patience. And there's many other aspects of my life where God is working to do a modification so that I will eventually become like Him in this world. Now, I won't reach perfection in this world. Neither will you. But we strive for that perfection. And you see, we strive to be like Christ in every day of our life. And we examine ourselves to look for our shortfalls and our shortcomings so that we can cry out to God and say, Oh Lord, I want to be more like you. Help me to be more like you. And in that context, we need to rejoice in the hardships and the tribulations that come our way because these are the days of growth. These are the days when we endure through that situation, seeking God in that situation, trusting God in that situation. On the other side of that circumstance, we will find that we have been modified and we are grown in Christ. This is part of our walk. And we shouldn't be afraid of it. We shouldn't push it aside. We shouldn't continually cry out to God, God, get me out of this situation. I can't take this anymore. And Lord knows, I've been in many situations where I found myself on my knees saying, Oh God, I don't know if I can take this anymore. I'm about to break. But this is our life and this is our walk. To be molded in the image of Christ. And to do that, it's not like he waves some wand and we're instantly transformed like Cinderella was for the ball. For us, this is an eternal transformation. And God doesn't wave a wand to transform us. He brings us circumstances and situations and says, Will you trust me? Take my hand. I will walk you through this place. It will get scary. It will get difficult. It will be hard. It will bring you to the end of yourself. And when you can't go on anymore, push on. Stay with me and watch what I do in your life. Think about it and God bless you. You know, it was on a mountaintop much like this when I first met Jesus. It was uh, peaceful like this. It's actually almost this time of the year right now. You know, before I, I met Jesus, I, I was not a, a nice person. Live my life for myself. I burned most of the bridges in my life. People really didn't have very high expectations of me. And I can't blame them. I didn't have very high expectations of me. Looking back, I, I would say I was a man that didn't think God could love me. Not a merciful, forgiving God. I had just done too much wrong. Do you know somebody like that? you have a friend or a family member who... When you try to share the gospel of hope with them, they'll, you know they hear what's being said, and you know their heart's breaking, and yet they look at you and they just tell you, you know, God can't love someone like me. Well, I want to encourage you to send them a copy of my book, The Most Excellent Way. I had burned all my bridges, and yet God intervened into my life. If you have somebody like that in mind, somebody who just feels like God can't love them. Do me a favor. 
send me their name and their address, email it to me. And you'll see my email on this short video segment, usmc underscore mic at hotmail.com. Email me their name and their address. I'll send them a letter and a copy of the book. Now, if you don't want me to mention that you sent it, then that's fine. And I don't mind leaving your name out. You can find my book for sale on Amazon.com for $10 a copy. Downloadable in the Kindle, too. You can pick it up at my website at www.mickeywilcox.org. Uh, right now, it's a, it's a, about half price. It's, a, it's like $5 or maybe $6 on my website. But this is a special offer I want to do. You know, it occurs to me that there's many people out there like I was who just don't feel like God can love them and I want them to know that it doesn't matter how bad you were or what kind of terrible things you had done God still loves you and longs for you to be a part of his life and his family that he wants to send his redemption to wash over you that you would be called a son or a daughter of the Lord God most high and so in this special offer if you send me the name and the mailing address of the young man or young woman and I'll send them a, a copy of my book the most excellent way I hope this resource helps you to bring the hope of Christ into someone's life 